0: Ladies and gentlemen, hunters and huntresses, this is the Boots and Backstraps Podcast. Come on now. The honey's on, looking for backstraps, way deep in the woods. Tracking in a swamp to a hay field, under the harvest moon. When the tags are filled, it's time to switch up our boots. Head down to the honky-tonk, get us a swing dancer too. we We're talking about boots and backstraps. This is the
1: show where we talk all things hunting and country music. From the classics
0: through today, from big bucks to bull elk, we've got it all. Welcome to the Boots and Backstraps podcast. Uh, I am your host, Shane Michael, and I'm joined as always by my co-host and country music legend, Mr. Tom Katz, come on now. How are you doing, sir? <laughs> doing great, Shane. Good,
1: Good to see you again, buddy.
0: Yeah, you too, my friend. So we're back for episode two. Wow, isn't that exciting? It is exciting. We had a lot of fun last week. We did have a lot of fun, and uh, I know we're going to have a lot of fun today as well. Oh, we're going to have more fun today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we're going to get knee deep into the fun. So real quick again, just a shout out to our crew before we get started. Now, we don't have yeah. Jill with us today, which is why we've got our whiskey already poured jill is uh, off doing some other important things so she's out of studio today but uh, we do have killer kyle our statistician with us so thanks to kyle for what he does and of course producer danny and danny geo productions for bringing this whole thing together for us and making sure we look and sound good and all the graphics and video and everything i don't know if we're gonna i don't know if she can help us look good well she can (laughs) tweak the color maybe a little like
2: what do you mean you look
1: like a
0: rock speaking of star. looking good shave a few pounds off yeah, yeah so we we can roll right into our our guest um and uh this week i will let you tom have the honors of introing our guest it seems like maybe you two I mean we certainly know each other but it yeah seems I have like you have a little more history here,
1: ladies and gentlemen uh heidi and i have been friends for many 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 years uh i guess we'd have to calculate when we first met but <laughs> in my have. opinion she is uh Absolutely, one of the best singers in the Twin Cities. As a matter of fact, we've had her up at the We Fest, probably her and her Thank partner, uh, Hitchville, up at the We Fest, probably six times, maybe more, four or five. Yeah. Somewhere thereabouts. But, ladies and gentlemen, we have Heidi Owens with us today from Hi, the group Hitchville. Thank
2: you. Thank you for having and
1: me. Well, Hitchville,
0: among other things, right?
1: Oh, man. Oh, she's got a huge history, a wonderful history. <laughs> and when we first we, met who knew you yeah. knew that you could sing
2: well how do yeah i knew i wanted to sing i mean <laughs> whether or not i i could i was like well i'm gonna <laughs> That a girl well,
1: I'll,
0: I'll get anything you back done. Where, <laughs> i'll take you back to where we met one wow. can i interrupt for one second i mean we got to start this thing right let's uh oh. let's have a little cheers here to uh episode two and having heidi in studio with us <laughs> Uh-huh. Go go Gadget Arms. We
1: are drinking our flavor favorite, yeah. Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. And
2: I'm not a whiskey drinker because I would be saying way too many things I shouldn't in a matter of, <laughs> of moments.
0: And you got to perform tonight.
2: Still, <laughs> I'm having Baileys.
1: Yes. Well, that's a great topic. We'll have to get into that. But, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you folks how uh, Heidi and I first met. We both worked at a club that is no longer in existence. Right. The actual building has been down for years and along with that tear down, a lot of our memories went out yeah. the window and
2: no
3: they uh, didn't well we they got didn't them. go out
1: the window but the place where the memories started right. is gone a club called alligators out in maple grove mm-hmm. so i remember the first day i started working there and it was the tomcat rowdy cowboy show and <laughs> oh man that was like the hog's breath It was uh we did that on a Wednesday night. At-
0: is that no? There was two Gators, right? Right, one at the mall, and the one that was in Maple Grove is that the one that had the like big hockey rink-shaped dance floor that was nope. like sunken down?
1: No, mm. or is it was that sunken just sunken down? But
0: it wasn't, it wasn't like no, oval. It
2: was attached to a bowling alley, alley Oh gators. yes, yes.
0: <laughs> Good memory. Yeah, and the DJ booth was kind of like up on one end, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Right on the dance floor. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Boy, they used to line up there for abreast, all the way out into the parking lot on a Wednesday night. It was so much fun. Heidi, what did you do there at Alligators?
2: Well, I bartended actually. Yeah. I, I, that, for, that was my, that, that's the job I got there. I was actually, when I got the job there, I was told by the manager where we were later told, cause I worked with two of my best friends to this day. Yep. Um, Cheryl and Crystal. Yep. You remember those two. They, no um, I got thrown in the back back there and I was supposed to give them a run for their money and it didn't work that way. We all became like tight. Really as, close you know, we were so close. We were like, are you kidding me? We'll make this work for us a totally different way to do. We're not here to compete with each other. We're just going to make this work. And we did. We did very well together.
1: <laughs> if I could get Lenny to do something, uh, this is off camera. Lenny, if you uh, wouldn't mind grabbing my phone, I have a picture of you and myself and Heidi and Crystal and those girls at the Rowdy Cowboy Show reunion. And maybe you
0: could change that to uh <laughs> Your your hand is gonna, gonna be on camera. Something's gonna be on camera.
1: It's uh a photo it's a black and white photo and uh if you could text it's that, that to, old uh... no
0: I, just, I
2: don't know <laughs> why it came out in black thanks and white. a lot for aging us that's great
0: <laughs> kyle made the joke last week that like half of tom's hunting photos are the one they took with the giant bulb and the smoke came out of it after you press the button <laughs> that's not funny kyle. <laughs> <laughs> not that far from the truth i'm afraid
1: <laughs> yeah at some that's point funny. we'll get that on the screen we'll show that picture of uh it was the Alligators uh, Rowdy Cowboy Show reunion. And it was so fun. Yes. Uh, it was, well,
2: I had, it was always great to see all those guys because we had so much fun together.
0: Oh, God. So when you say reunion, like how many years was this of Rowdy Cowboy Show?
1: Well, I did the Rowdy Cowboy Five. Show at Alligators for 11 years. <laughs> 11 years.
0: Okay. uh You were at the reunion B- at back in the day. No, 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 no. This was. Oh, are
2: you talking that when we did? Is that.
0: And at Hogsboro? No, no, no.
2: Where was that?
0: You were with oh, me. Oh, in Maple Grove. In Maple Grove. I yeah, missed. what was that place called now? The Lookout. The Lookout. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> you were there. Figure...
2: Yeah. I was there. I remember. All
0: you were right. getting shout outs all night from TK. Yeah,
2: I did. I did. <laughs> I got a lot of love that night. Celebrity
0: Call Out. There it is, right there.
2: Oh, yeah, I
1: can't yeah, believe technology. Look at how fast it. That, so, Lynn. Crystal is the shorter, well, kneeling kind of, in the middle. Yep. And there's Heidi to her left. I will see I'm behind her and
0: that's my Beautiful wife, Lenny. The- and who's the other gal then? That is Crystal's daughter. Okay.
2: Oh, that's right. I'm like, yeah, she that,
0: looks like yeah. she's barely old enough to be in the bar.
2: I, she was.
1: Courtney.
2: Yeah. Courtney.
0: That was a fun time.
2: Fun yeah, night. that was a great We've work. had
1: so much fun together. We have. So Heidi went on. She started, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm wrong often, ask my wife. <laughs> uh, Good you know that. Was your first gig? solo or was your first gig Boogie wonderland
2: my first well the first job the first band i was ever in um i was in a band that was came out of memphis tennessee okay and we traveled up and down the east coast for about a year and a half and i that was a f- the way i had landed in my first band was pretty much a freak accident like i had broken my arm and smashed i was living in california I had literally broken my arm and smashed my car, all in about a two-week period, and I now couldn't go wait tables while I was trying to do stuff in between. Because you only got I, one arm. I needed to get the heck out of there. Exactly, <laughs> I needed to get out for a bit, and I was broke like most people in California when you're out there still today for a dream. <laughs> and I, um, I, I got my friend was flying me to Memphis on a red eye. And I got in at like five in the morning. I got home to the, they lived in a warehouse. I'm talking this thing. The middle room was like as big as a football field. This was (laughs) so big. And the bathroom was all the way across. And it was this tiny little area they lived in. And it was, you know, little space heaters everywhere. So was it like like,
0: a storage unit or something? No, it was a
2: huge warehouse that they lived in. But they only had
0: one little space of it?
2: Well, they lived in that whole, that whole floor was theirs. But it was huge and you couldn't heat that all. So they- Lived in a section that had like a bedroom and a living room, and <laughs> the kitchen was so makeshift. You've seen like a toaster oven and you know, a couple burners on something. It was hilarious. Wow. But this is what they lived in, and they had a huge. One of the rooms was an all band room, and there's foam all over the wall It was as big as this room. Probably had more bigger. money
0: in their band room than their apartment. Yes,
2: probably. <laughs> and he yes, and he had a. He was a keyboard player. Her boyfriend was a keyboard player, and he has stack of like nine, a tower of like three keyboards over here and three here and three here. And he, I woke up to him playing something I couldn't even make out. It was horrible. And, and he's a great player. So I was like, finally, I couldn't sleep. I was like 10 in the morning. I've had maybe four hours of sleep. And I walked in and I said, what are you doing? This is is awful. This is awful. And he's like, I have a big audition for a band that plays down on Beale street. In like an hour, and I don't know this song they want me to play, and I don't, so I can't, I can't play because he played by ear. He did not know, he couldn't he read could music. Read music, yeah. Well, lucky for him, I knew the song, and I'm like, I know this song. It was like a Vanessa Williams tune. Remember when the when the uh, the princess, the queen, got knocked off of her little perch because she was found in Playboy magazine, so she right, right. had a music career going for a while, and it was one of her songs. So I sang. He played and he played perfectly. I mean, you'd never know that he did not know the song. So he said, when they get here, you're doing that for me, right? And I was like, well, hell yeah, I'm doing that for you. So they got there. He played, got the job immediately. And when we finished, they turned to me and said, what do you do? What what are you doing here? And I'm like...
0: you're I, like, I'm grifting. I, I just got here.
2: I put my three boxes of things I owned in an attic before I left California, and I'm doing whatever I want. Yeah, and they were like, good
1: for you. Are, so you, are, you warm- are you
2: open to being in a band? And I'm like, yep, sure I am.
1: <laughs> I sure am. You didn't specifically go to Memphis to no. be in that band?
2: No, I woke up that morning and had a job in a band.
0: That is
1: awesome. But what brought you to Memphis?
2: My friend. I just needed to get out of California oh, okay. for a little while. I was going to go see her and
1: oh, maybe find was, a job
2: and hang out for a little while. I mean, I, didn't, I was a single kid at 20-some years old and doing whatever I wanted. So,
0: And your friend said, I've got an efficiency apartment you can stay yeah, in. <laughs> just,
2: well, she was my best friend. We've done Hawaiian Tropic together. You probably actually even met her because okay. we did Hawaiian Tropic together.
0: I don't know if
1: we dare throw those photos up. <laughs> <sure. laughs> uh,
2: yeah. Well, good grief! Talk about white hair and as tan as a, an individual could get. You could only see me if I smiled. It was ridiculous. Oh wow! But so that
1: was your first gig. That was my first gig. And I you did, did that travel for a year and a half on the East Coast, up
2: and down the East Coast. We played all over the place, and I, I learned from some some great players. The girl that I front, we kind of everybody in the band sang, but this girl and I were in the front, and we had to do all these dance moves all night long. So my <laughs> first gig with them. I thought for sure that's it they're firing me i'm never gonna sing again because <laughs> i was there was so much to learn and i was you know i was so i was i was bummed after my first one i thought for sure they're gonna let me go and she's like good job see you tomorrow i'm like what i'm not fired so yeah so did you have any like
0: formal singing experience at all before that well
2: i mean i had sung I mean, in you high school yeah, I'd done you can't count the competitions, choir. and i'd done a bunch of musicals and okay so yeah i had Sung like through college a little bit never had i been in a band or
0: and that's a whole different animal that's right? a
2: whole different animal yeah a whole different animal
0: but you that's mix what a smoky I wanted bar to and do. some booze into it
2: yeah so, so at
1: what point did you move back to the twin cities and start up with boogie wonderland
2: um as soon well one i was dating a guy while i was on the road that actually that actually had a Father that worked for Northwest, so everywhere I went, he could fly for like 20 bucks. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, nice. he followed me all over, and he was from here, and I'd met him just before. I had to come back and sing in a wedding before I went and started with them. So, I'd met him while I was back, and then he was visiting me, and then I came back to, I was in Memphis for a short time, because uh... oh, that's when I got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, this oh, yeah. is free form. <laughs> this is free form. You just go with it.
2: Yeah. We, we were going to get married and then we found out a baby was coming. So then we got married sooner. Sure. <laughs> and then, uh,
0: hit fast forward. <laughs> then I moved
2: back to Minnesota because that's where grandparents were. Okay. Sure. This is probably all the parts I'm not supposed to tell, but I, that's the truth. So, yeah, there you go. I'm not, I'm kind of an open book. You want to know? There you go. That's why you're here. And, um, I, so then I came back here and, i had a couple babies didn't sing for a while and uh and i kind of once the baby my second one was two years old i was like i really am missing singing and i didn't really know many people in minnesota at that particular i mean i'd lived here my whole life Mm -hmm. but i didn't know who was singing or what was going on so i started venturing out to clubs where there was live music and one of the very first nights i went out i ran i was at uh a bunkers that's the one in that's in minneapolis, minneapolis and yeah. princess club mick sterling happened to be there that night oh yeah don't ask me why but i got the balls to walk up and say hi i'm a singer do you need me for anything
3: <laughs> there you go <laughs> and, you don't ask you won't get
2: and um he said that he had a new album coming out actually he could use some backup for it and he needed me to come to the studio and next thing you know i'm singing on his album and I don't know if I actually sang on his album, I just sang with him live when he was running around singing songs from his album. I can still remember some of the songs because I loved them. I thought they were great. And after I did that, it kind of ventured into subbing for people. And then the next thing you know, I was also bartending at that time too, kind of filling in mm-hmm. gaps, trying to and I ended up and I happened to work at a at a club um, a gentleman's club, actually, <laughs> and they—that was the night we were we were doing your bartending. That. Yes, I was. I yeah. bartended at this place. Thank you. Thank you very much. I wore a shirt. <laughs> I was clothed and, and, um, and a thong, but I had a shirt on. Damn There you it. go. There and you go. Uh, I, uh, this particular night, we were we were throwing a party for the VIPs, and we had this band called boogie wonderland
3: mm-hmm. and
2: um literally i after a while i found out later this was like their second gig they'd ever done and they weren't even getting paid they were getting paid like food and drink so sure. oh <laughs> they, yeah sure. so um, we've all
0: been there oh yeah
2: and and they got they were playing and I, I somehow because that evening was kind of a free-for-all and people weren't you didn't i wasn't behind the bar all night i would, i could run around and play and i was good friends with the manager and his lawyer was there that evening and he said something like, I heard you're a singer. Can you sing something for me? And we were upstairs and the DJ was playing something. And I ran over and grabbed the mic and said, you mind if I sing something? <laughs> he said, Nope. Go ahead. So I ended up singing Crazy Patsy Cline. Crazy. Oh, wow. And I uh, finished. I got down out of the booth and, you know, they were being generous and giving me a hand and whatnot. And this guy walked up to me and he said, do you know who was just singing? I said I might know. And he said, Well, we, we we're looking for a new singer. I mean, they'd only played two gigs. I found out later. So wait, but... wait,
0: so they want to replace the singer that they had yeah, for their first two gigs.
2: For their <laughs> for their first two, three, they weren't even sure if she'd show up because she had one of those boyfriends that was jealous and wouldn't oh, let her go to work and
0: that's not good for the music. No, business. not no. good.
2: So they were having trouble, you know, counting on her and they weren't crazy about her. They were having all kinds of drama issues. So they were looking for a singer. And um
0: And you did not have baby daddy drama right i
2: did not have baby nope i had two babies at home and i was doing what i needed you know he was cool about go go sing that's what you love to do so
3: yeah
2: i went to an audition for them sang a couple songs and they were like "Kate, we want you and then i mean at that particular point they'd sung that particular gig and a bowling alley and that's what they've done (laughs) and so (laughs) well they um,
1: became quite a hit
2: well we started singing that that was the I sang with them. It was a couple of weeks later. We had our first gig. And then we got a house gig at uh, Lucky's, I believe it was called, in downtown Minneapolis, yep. just across from the Fine Line. Yep, yep. And we started playing there on Fridays and Saturday nights. And within about a month of playing there Fridays and Saturday nights, there was a line that would go down the block and around the corner. Nice. To, and this place held like maybe 300 people. And it was crazy. Every single time we played, this line. Was down and around the block we were like
0: you know a little something about that don't you tk i do i do that was fun <laughs> fortunately yeah oh gosh, that was that loads
2: is... of fun i was still at that particular time trying to you know i'm in a band full of six there's six of us and i'm the only female and the idea that guys had is no, nobody, nobody stands out no nobody's the star here um so yeah, you all we, had
1: different roles
2: well we all had so to switch we're... places on stage
0: just the, for the audio because we do we're broadcasting on a lot of audio only platforms okay we have video and audio and so for those folks that are not watching on a video platform we've got a photo of heidi with the i assume this is either early or the original boogie wonderland cast boogie
2: wonderland this is us
0: yeah that's that's a great picture though
2: that was that was like our promo shot for a long time um it's a cool picture yeah i it was
0: you're the only one not wearing a wig.
2: <laughs> I am the only one. I did too much running around for a wig to stay on my head.
1: Good observation.
0: Thank you.
2: I'm, and I mean, other, that's what
0: you're paying me for, TK.
2: <laughs> the only one not wearing a wig, although they wanted me to. They wanted me in a giant fro, and I was like, yeah, no. Uh-uh. But I mean, we all took names from like somebody from the '70s, right? So everybody got a name from like a show that was from the '70s, mm-hmm. or I mean, a lot of people thought mine sounded like a porn name, but whatever. What was your it name? Was, it was Christy Love.
1: Oh, that's right.
2: And and uh there was a show on at the time. It was kind of a lamp it was a, the first black woman in a lead role. She was called it was called Get Christy Love and she was a detective.
1: Oh yeah. I know, I know and, exactly and talking.
2: the resemblance was uncanny, so we went with it. <laughs> 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 so but I mean seriously, that's kind of, everybody They must have saw your game. Hawaiian tropic picture. Well, we oh had there you Dwayne go. Wayne Dupree. That yeah, Christy that's Love. an album I made during that time and it was we, we called it covered CD. because it was all cover tunes. Ha ha ha.
0: That's a cool coat, though. I like that.
2: <laughs> still have it.
0: Do you? Yeah. yeah still you. Even. Oh, I have no doubt.
2: I can't close it, but I so still th- put it on. We've got
0: a photo here of, um, of uh, Heidi's disc, the cover for her disc.
1: Yeah. You I'm know, just... can you leave that on the screen? Say, Lynn, I'm going to have my wife go back to this drawer behind me. And there's a, I think there's a scrapbook in there. And I think. You and have this? I think I have a picture of us and a bunch of the gals from Hawaiian Tropic. You do? <laughs> I've got a bunch of those old photos. I couldn't tell you exactly where they are. Oh, Hawaiian Tropic was a blast.
2: That was a treat in itself. I met so many, like, holy cow, doing Hawaiian Tropic, no. meeting Ron Rice, <laughs> who owned Hawaiian Tropic.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And then he. I might have thrown that one away flew me to florida would get upset
0: was there like another competition in Florida? there was a
2: competition going on in florida and i'd only taken first runner up in that so i wasn't technically i wasn't a winner so i he was like but i want you to come i want you to come and i want um you just get yourself here and i'll take care of everything well while i was there because i didn't have to compete because i didn't have to compete i got to hang out with all the stars. Oh, so, cool. What was his name?
1: Uh, Ron don't... Rice. Oh, yeah. Ron Rice. He was actually a pretty nice guy. He was a great guy.
2: Yeah. He was a super nice guy. And he me... called me the Easter Bunny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so We had Ron and uh, probably a dozen of the uh, Hawaiian Tropic Girls, all the, the national winners, at the Calhoun Beach Club back in the day. And we all had a big dinner there. And I thought he was a pretty nice guy. He's a really
2: nice guy. You know, he was. Being
1: in the business he was in, you would sometimes maybe expect him to be a little shady like but. greasy
0: yeah but he wasn't no he
1: wasn't no. He was really nice
0: yep. that's good it was really really cool that's good yeah. for you especially yes you know contestants because you want to feel like all right i'm doing this because i want to not because i want some guy pawn on me
2: right no he wasn't like that at all i probably I think, interrupted well the first time i ever met him uh-huh. he had all of the girls that were in the competition that were in the finals in minnesota and he mm-hmm. took us all out to dinner right and i showed up in some white dress thing from head you know it's the 80s red so carpet dress it, it was the 80s so please <laughs> you know, imagine that it was a little, probably some shoulder pads and stuff like that <laughs> and, and i showed up um and he looked at me and he goes you look like the easter bunny and at first you're like what is that supposed to mean like huh fluffy i look fluffy what what do i what are you saying and i you know at first you're like i'm the easter bunny but that's how he knew me and i didn't realize how how cool that was going to be because anytime I called him, all I had to say was was Easter bunny and he knew immediately who it was. Cause Uh I mean, he meets millions of girls (laughs) and knows so many and how do you keep all their names straight? But
0: you made an impression having,
2: having a nickname meant meant that he always knew who I was. It was awesome. I didn't realize that was going to be so, uh, so awesome. Bunnies have another connotation, right? Well,
0: we had an intervention.
2: i don't know how he could have known that (laughs) (laughs) i didn't share that
0: we in the in our sort of version of the rowdy cowboy show after tk hung it up created a program with jill's help and she's not here to for me to give her kudos but with jill's help um, that we called the buckle bunnies because it's a play on words in the rodeo circuit if you're familiar with this um, the rodeo riders the male rodeo riders Call gals that chase rodeo cowboys buckle bunnies okay and so what we did is we started this like beverage program within rowdy cowboy show where we would bring these gals dressed in sort of like
1: Chaps s- sexy
0: boots. cowgirl stuff you yep. know a little bit a little skin but not too much mm-hmm. um, and they would serve shots or sell shots for the bar during our show and we call them the buckle bunnies nice. and it was cool so for years really we would cool. do these gigs all over the region and these bars would say, you know, can we also have that? Because it was like an add-on. They would have to pay extra for it. Right. And very rarely did they say, no, we don't want that. And we get sometimes get, and you could appreciate this, we would get pushback from the bartenders because they'd be like, well, then I'm not getting to sell those shots right. and making those tips. But we always sort of like took the diplomatic approach of saying, well, we're going to do pre-poured recipes that we created. And then you can still do all your, you know, Red Bull, whatever mixers. And then the, the shots you normally do. And we've got some Jack Daniels specific shots that they'll be selling. And that way you don't have to sit there and try to feed their trays all night. You just pre-pour, then they'll fill up the shot trays, and you can just handle the people at the bar. And,
2: and honestly, I mean, it's hard for women to look at things this way. But if they would look at it, like, the more females there are, the more people it's going to Absolutely. attract. And when you do that, there's more people at your bar to
1: serve a drink to. So. A lot of people in that industry don't look at the big picture. No. They don't get it. No. Right.
2: They feel intimidated or... Right. Like what? a well, how am I gonna do that? Yeah, and, and it was kind of sad because that was kind of the approach with with the girls behind the bar at Alligators. We were like, "There's three of us here. We're we're taking advantage of this yeah. <laughs> whole blonde thing, you know. <laughs> let's oh yeah. work this, and we we you had a blast. You can't get around together. it. So
0: you might as well make some money.
2: We had a blast together. Like having my fun best friends is to this contagious, day.
0: Contagious, and the more
1: fun you're having, the more money you're making. That's true. You know, it's absolutely. Just, just the way it works. Yeah, so how did, Heidi, I. Uh, no. Lost track of you for a long time after alligators, and you were doing the east coast and you were doing Boogie Wonderland. Do you remember where uh, we came across each other again? Oh. I vividly remember it. You do, oh, yeah. Uh, you were at Boogie Wonderland, I you were performing, okay. and someone came up to the front of the stage
2: was this you and
1: they hollered, did you go up there and show your boobs tk nice. <laughs> and they
2: yelled hey skit is that what you're going hey biscuit <laughs> and you
1: stopped right in the middle of a song and started laughing <laughs> you looked down And looked i don't even think you ever got back to your place i in probably song. couldn't i bet
2: i didn't we uh, were
1: at <laughs> hey biscuit it's yes
2: wow. oh, <laughs> well wow. that was uh
0: that, that was, was from nickname, his rowdy uh, cowboy
2: Days where well, that was his nickname for me when I would show up at the show
0: biscuit. Um
2: actually that's what my friends called me and you adopted it because I would do some of your contests and they would scream that and then you were like, yeah, Hey, I like that. Like I'm it. gonna yeah. do I'm I'm hanging on to that, and he has never <laughs> let it go. Never.
1: Oh, I was <laughs> I was famous for giving nicknames, so I didn't remember doing that for you, but I've given out a lot of nicknames over the years.
2: I have a brother that
1: does. Trigger
0: still goes by Trigger <laughs> to this day. I don't know where they come from. They just pop
1: into your head. Well, so that's how we reconnected, and it wasn't much of a we saw. We spent the maybe an hour uh, that night just visiting after you were done, and right. then uh, the next time we touched base, you were with a new band. What was uh? But be- what was, was there? What was between Boogie Wonderland and Hitchville?
2: Well okay so while i was in boogie wonderland i i you know as this happens in the music industry a lot you end up with um sometimes people that that get themselves some addictions and i was in a band full of guys that were having trouble with coke at the time now they would probably never admit well maybe they'd admit it now because so many years have gone by and people get okay with talking about more things like that, but there was so much drama all the time. And I was the girl thinking, Aren't I supposed to bring the drama? What the <laughs> heck is going why on? Am I the level
0: headed one? <laughs> like,
2: why in the world do I have to deal with this after every show? It was we'd have a great show and thousands of people and it would be just awesome. I mean, this is the point where the band had kind of morphed into, okay, uh, I Because I sang all the female leads and there was so many of them compared to all the guys singing all their other leads that I ended up in the center most of the time and it just became our thing It just Mm -hmm. became how it's how it's how people like it's how we sold so I became kind of the centerpiece which was never their intention so there was a little bit of always a little bit of jealousy yeah. Yeah,
0: probably could have expected it, though. Like you said, if you're the only female and they're doing whatever the percentage of female songs are. Right. Right. Naturally, you're going to. Well, it
2: didn't start that way. But as that started to become something that seemed to be working for us, started seeing nuts to butts um, on the dance floor. And you started and, and, you know, I
1: nuts. To butts, nuts to butts. Never heard that before. I have stack them in, brother. Just wanted to make sure our listening crowd heard exactly what you said. Yeah, nuts to butts.
0: I didn't make that up. I right. can't take credit for it.
2: Right. Well, yes, it was. I mean, and I had kind of found myself doing that. I'd stopped worrying about how I'm going to look, or does am I going to look like an idiot if I'm jumping around or doing this or do? I just started letting myself love what good I was doing you. and feel the music yeah, and good for you. do my thing um, instead of worrying about will I look stupid if I jump here or will I look you know I just I let it all go and I just did my thing. So it was working for us really it was working pretty stinking well.
1: <laughs> Some people would disagree with me but I think that was one of the greatest times in our history for music. Oh. I loved all those great old songs
2: me too. I actually still do. It's like I sang those for years and you would sometimes when you sung something for a long time, you're kind of like over it. But all those I hear and I crank and I feel all that energy again every single time.
1: As a disc jockey, I could probably tell you, you could throw a song and I could tell you how many beats per minute it was. (laughs) (laughs) I loved all those old songs. Yeah. spent so much time doing it.
2: Yep. And I loved them too. And I enjoyed singing them and I had, I had just a blast doing that. That was a great time, but When you're working with a bunch of the more that you know i had to deal with that i I just couldn't do it anymore there was a point where i was like
3: did you get
0: emotionally spent yeah yeah
2: i was exhausted i was exhausted from the emotional roller coaster all the time like playing
0: babysitter every gig
2: (laughs) i felt like it yes so my manager encouraged me to try she's like you know you're the you're the lead singer here and this name should go with you and I don't think you'll ever have any trouble keeping it. So why don't you just leave? And I was like, yeah, hey, that scared the pa I mean, I loved what was going on with all of us. I mean, we had a, we, we first of all, we were a family and everyone was a character, you know, right. and they had all morphed into these, these things that you wanted. And she was like, you can put anybody in these wigs. They're not going to know as long as they got some stage, something going on, it's going to be fine. So, I took a leap and i was like really i'm did i did it i was like i'm going to leave this band and i'm going to see if i can't manage to hang on to the name so it was a court battle and uh how did I, the
0: conversation go with you having to tell the band it's time for me to go
2: it's time for me to go and i want the name didn't go very well they were like no you can't have the name we started this and like I said, they'd had but, two gigs, and by but whoever the time, they
0: had before you, she didn't have Christy Love, right? No,
2: no, no, no. Yeah, so no, we we and I, and I said, but we have now been doing this for ten years, and you know as well as I do, if we're going to be honest here, when you, I mean, uh, like, like if I could count on you guys to like, care, get quit doing this, then I wouldn't go anywhere because I love this, mm-hmm. but it wasn't going to work that way. So then there was a court battle, and, um. We were, we had lawyers, and I remember that first week when you're picking a jury. My goodness, it took us almost two weeks to get a jury because
0: we Guadir, right?
2: Yeah, well, because you could, they didn't want anybody that knew who the people in the band were, and we took us that long to find (laughs) enough people that didn't love, you know, didn't know who Boogie Wonderland was, so. That was kind of like, wow, I don't know if it was quite, it was at least a week that we had to go through finding a jury. And then it was another like week and a half, almost two weeks in court. And by the time we finished with our, we were the plaintiffs. So by the time we finished with that, we felt like this is a slam dunk. And then their turn. And um, first of all, I couldn't talk about the fact that there was drugs in the band. That was hearsay. So, the one reason I was How is it hearsay leaving, if
0: you personally experienced it?
2: I, d- I didn't understand that. I still, to this day, didn't understand that part. I was like, how in the this world.
0: This is the reason I'm leaving.
2: This is, exactly. How do I talk about why I'm leaving if I can't talk about why I'm leaving? <laughs> so, and they were like, well, do you have proof? And I'm like.
0: I- you can- witnessed Can this.
2: I tell you that I've wiped white I've wiped white powder off their noses before we went up on stage? Isn't that. You can i tell you i've watched it can i no you can't that's all so i was like so then it was on just merits of who who did people identify the band with for the most part so that's what i was trying to win on and then it was their turn and um they came up with some really good points and then and then they brought up some people that said that they had paid us this amount of money and i knew because i was the one that collected every night that we had not been paid that so I knew at that particular moment, the manager had been stealing from us for God knows how many years. Well,
0: <laughs> that's not amazing. your personal manager, yeah, but the band, the, the
2: band's manager. And she, well, I right. didn't have a personal manager. She was the whole band's manager. And she's the one she that came my to my you and told friend. you you could. Yeah. She was my best friend. How many times
0: have you heard
1: that in history?
0: Oh, yeah.
2: So what? we're sitting in court and I'm finding Britney out. Britney
0: Spears is going through that right now with that, her parents, right?
2: Yeah. I'm finding out that my best friend sitting next to me for the last... Seven years of my life has been stealing.
0: And she's like literally sitting next and to you she, in court.
2: And, I, and she's on my side. So I, I'm a goner at this point. I, I lost. Um, I lost and I think all of them got paid back to some degree. I never saw a dime of it. And uh, that was, And that I spoke to her one other time after that particular case and pre, pretty much never again.
0: So did you, I mean, was there a confrontation between the two of you to say, i didn't uh, know about any of this
2: yeah she, uh, like a slight one because that particular day we were leaving and i'm like uh, how could you do this and she said it was just that one time and it was because we put ruts in the ground and i had to pay them because we ruined the ground at a na- at a at a natural like pl- which was they had us there and there was like there a natural was a, yeah i was like and we'd left ruts from our truck that came in to bring the equipment and she, that's what she claimed she had to pay you know, $4,000 sure. for whatever it was and
0: smelled a little like BS. Yeah.
2: And at that particular point, I realized this has probably been going on for about this. Something the guys had said to me a few times. I just couldn't believe that that would ever, no way. She's my best friend. This, this couldn't happen.
1: So moving forward, what happened? Uh, you, they wound up with a the name. And, they
2: wound up with the name. And
1: then what, were, what and was And I had to go transition? off and
2: do, I, I did this thing called, I couldn't use the name. That was part of the deal. I was not allowed. I had I kept Christy Love, but I couldn't say anything. Boogie Wonderland. Right. So, for a transition period, I called myself Christy Love and You Know Who. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's
0: pretty clever, <laughs> so though. Together,
2: another band. Yeah. Well, I got some more guys, and I played quite a few private gigs and stuff like that. And what were
0: you guys playing though?
2: Um, I was playing some clubs, but mostly I was playing private events.
0: I mean, the uh, as far as genre.
2: Oh, I was playing all the disco. I was doing all my stuff. Okay. And one of the guys had come with me. The bass player had oh. come with me. Okay. um, And so, and one of the guys, another one of the guys, the keyboard player that wasn't the original, but had been playing with us for a few years, came with me too. So I had a couple of my guys and then I replaced the ones that I needed to.
0: Plenty of guitar players and drummers yeah, and all that stuff.
2: Yeah, around. but oh, I found some great guitar players, but they didn't have the, they didn't have the energy on stage that I needed. So that was a little bit rough, but yeah. Um, yeah, that so that that was a rough time. It really, really was. And I ended up with a a, a gig. I got called to do a gig for somebody else, and it was going to be in Hawaii. It was a corporate gig, and he had called in two other singers. And that's when I met Matt.
1: That's when you met Matt. That's
2: when I met that's Matt. That's what I
1: was waiting to hear. I was like, Did you go right from Bowie Wonderland to Matt? And then nope. Okay. We ended
2: up at a we ended up in a corporate gig together. We were singing in Hawaii for this big, huge tire company doing a 50th anniversary. And the gentleman we worked for was putting together a 50th anniversary show. And he needed a couple more singers with his already four to make sure the show never stopped. It was like a continuous show with video and the whole nine yards. And so
0: were you guys singing together in that gig?
2: He put us together a lot. We sang a lot of country in that show. We sang a lot of country with another girl in that show and our heart like the three of us would sing together and it was like like butter we were all blown away we were all like whoa it was like that music. sounds
0: because awesome. you and Matt sound fantastic together. Obviously, thank you, yeah. thank
2: you very much. Well, that yeah. is where we found out that we sounded pretty good together. And there's so.
0: there's a, there's something to be said not to like you know sit here and blow smoke up your ass, but Well, go ahead, there, we'll blow a little smoke <laughs> in your ass. Um, there's something to be said for for harmony in general. Like harmony, I'm a huge fan of, right. and that's one of the things I'm most critical about with most local bands. Right, is they have zero harmony or almost no harmony. Right, and it it it's not to like get on a tangent. Although we are allowed, this is a free-form conversation. Right. It's seriously like it pisses me off when I go see a band, and you see that sound tech set up five mics at the beginning of the night, and that bass player or the rhythm player, like they walk up next to their mic, like maybe they want their breathing on the recording or something, <laughs> but they never actually sing, or if they're singing, you can tell they're not singing because their mouth isn't opening. Right. And it's like, why do you have a mic? Why did this the the live guy? set that thing up if you're not going to use it right like you need harmony and that's you know with when we've gone since since kind of getting out of the business for the most part the first time I that's heard one of the things real... i'm always critical of is like you need more harmony but so anyway one second okay to go to you guys the first time i heard you and matt sing together i was like now that is harmony where your voices were meant to go together because there's you can pick a third and a fifth and put them together and okay now you have harmony but that's not like two voices that literally to sound like butter together, like you guys. Thank you. It's fantastic. And we've got a photo here, of you two, on the screen yeah. for those folks. That was there. Our
2: first album. That's our first album cover. And his
0: hair hasn't changed since. Not really. No. I mean sometimes it's it longer. gets
2: longer. Sometimes it gets bigger. Yeah. And sometimes we all wish, hey, you need to not look like a Sasquatch. Can we go maybe see the barber? <laughs> <Matt>.
1: <laughs> so
2: uh, I wanted
1: to I wanna say that the first time I recognized Harmony. I probably heard it when i was a little kid but when i was a teenager for the first time i heard the beatles
3: yeah like
1: i didn't know why i loved them so much when i first heard them and then later on in life i realized it's the harmony yeah you know i didn't have a conversation with anybody yeah and i just saw a documentary on the beach boys and you know the bands that really are huge really get harmony yeah and it the, the just... ones
0: that were most popular here kind of in that era like the high noon and the killer Hayseeds seeds and all that stuff mm-hmm. even westbound to, to credit them yep. it was always about the harmony yeah they always had three and four part harmonies sometimes you know where they'd overlap and have a fifth guy in there but that was what made the difference between them and other acts
2: right well we were huge um little big town fans and so that was a huge influence for us amazing um and Still can't
0: believe they didn't get more credit. I mean, Lady Antebellum got more popular. What happened there?
2: Well, they were pretty dang good, too. Yeah, but not, little big, some, good. Yeah, not, not little, big little big Town. Yeah,
0: not four part harmonies like They've gotten a lot of credit in recent history. Yes. <laughs> they
2: took oh, forever they for them took, to win awards, though. It took though. like yeah. 10 years for them to really right. get the recognition they deserve. Right. I remember
1: but... come having them at the We Fest and walking out, and I said, you know, we've had you here a number of times before, but you guys have really become country royalty. I remember yeah. talking to them about that. And they were they super really
2: friendly. There's oh. a they, they have a picture back there that we. Oh, there no, they go. are. There you are. We actually played a festival with them, and the headliner that night. His, oh, is
0: that I, Luke on that far? That's side? Luke
2: Bryan before he was big.
0: Sure, that's funny. He played
2: right after us. I don't see
0: then, any rhinestones on his jeans though. No, no. No blingy yet.
2: No, he wasn't shaking it quite the same <laughs> at the time. And that—that's. Uh,
0: this that was, was backstage at We
2: That wasn't We Fest. This was a. Um, something we did in Somerset. I think that oh. was, I, I can't remember what that festival was that called. That was uh, terrible. Randy
1: and I started that festival in Somerset. You did? Yeah. Country. Uh, it was yeah. country.
2: See, I can't remember. There's so many. It was that
1: Float Rite Park? S-
2: Summerfest or something, maybe. The first yeah, year the we did Ride that,
1: Park. we had Alan Jackson, Eddie Rabbit. Oh, that was oh, so man. cool. Oh, yeah. Restless Heart. Wow. And, and Hitchville. Yeah. That was later, and, babe. Uh, oh. It wasn't uh, a huge success. It wasn't
0: that's because you didn't have Hitchville yet. True.
2: Oh, so... <laughs> that's it. So speaking of blowing smoke, <laughs> <laughs> pass so... it around.
1: So then you and Matt met in Hawaii.
2: We met in Hawaii, and, and because we sung together on those songs, and we realized as we were doing it, we're like, okay, like you said, I mean, you can sing harmonies with people, but when your voices have the same timbre, yep, and they there's just something about how like you don't have to even work at it you just they just sound like razor like they just did and we were like whoa
0: can i ask you a semi-personal question please when you and matt sang together the first time did you look at each other like holy shit
2: (laughs) Uh, yeah kind of yeah i can imagine well when you finally when you know the song well enough to to zone into your yeah lock it in and you're singing and you look at each other and you're like
0: you're matching our breath and everything.
2: Freaking, we just blew the doors off that one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: has got to be like
2: just goosebumps, oh, right? Freaking awesome feeling it yeah. is. And the girl that was singing with us was right in there with. I mean, it was. We started the band with three of us. We did.
0: Hetchville had three to begin we with. We did. We okay. had two
2: girls and a guy. We started Lucky that We did. Uh huh. We sure did. And she um. You know, our first I was I was the one pushing. I, I pushed hard. I was like, hey, you guys, we need to start a band.
0: Well, you're the season touring professional at that point, and I, right? Well,
2: she had been touring. She had been touring with um Tom Petty and had sung back up for Stevie Nicks. What? She had been playing with all those so she was used, but
1: I knew Shayna.
2: And she'd done some some uh. she'd done some singing for the band that the, the one that we went to Hawaii with, she was in that group. Okay. So um, when we all sang together, yes, when we got back, I was like, hey, we need to start a band. We and got a thing. Country is, I think country is at that particular time, right. I felt like country was growing. You know, I felt like, okay, we've had the Shania Twain and the garth brooks and it's starting to really get some
0: it's huge. starting
2: to get huge it's starting to get more mainstream it's like more people are blake you know, probably had
0: long
1: listening.
3: hair back <laughs> then
1: Yeah. but i've got a photo i wish i had it on the screen of myself with blake sheldon when he had hair past the shoulder There's the long curly hair
2: is that is that when he had the the mullet
1: kind of yeah but it wasn't really didn't lo- really look like a. Like a mullet, like a Billy Ray Cyrus mullet. But it was just kind of long hair, but it was all mostly behind him. Just, and he's tall. Yes, he but is. The other gentleman standing next to us was uh Trace Atkins. Oh, which is even taller.
3: <laughs> I was he, I was
1: well, Trace a is a monster of a human being, though. <laughs> yeah. He's not just Man. tall. Yeah. He's a big I was standing cute. between them and I was on my very tiptoes. And <laughs> <laughs> I was still way shorter than them
0: and they're you're <laughs> looking at the photo going did they bring their kid to work that day
1: <laughs> they, put, I said, they trace, brought the
2: guy to put their drinks on
1: <laughs> i said trace do you mind if i have a photo with you and blake he said that's uh, excuse me he said absolutely and, he said, and then he looks over at blake blake get your ass over here before i come over there and knock your block off <laughs> that's awesome oh fun 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 that is awesome so you had three girls and two guys is that what i heard you say
2: and it was very short-lived but we we rehearsed at my house for probably two solid months with all the vocals like we were dead set on making sure these things were nailed before we went to find players because we wanted them to know how serious we were about the sounding good
0: who was the third girl? yeah you weren't taking any weekend warriors you wanted like professional musicians. i
2: wanted we wanted the best we were like if we're gonna sound this good they can't they they gotta sound this good we can't this there right. can't be a mismatch here so we have to have best gotcha. two girls and matt yes and that didn't last very long it was probably about three gigs that we did together because she was about to go on the road with um stevie nicks again for a while, and she said,
0: what she turned you guys down for Stevie Nicks?" Yeah, right? what a bad career move that well, must have been. <laughs>
2: well, you know, she was going to be gone for like a couple of weeks, and then it turns into it might be a couple of months, and then it could be longer, and it just depends on how long the tour goes. And I'm like, "We're brand new. We can't we can't start this and do this, and then suddenly we back up have another gig. person come in when we've already we're establishing this thing, yeah, right? right? So. Yeah, and I I pissed her off too because at a couple of our early shows, because we were so dead on stage, I would kind of dance around, flit around, and hang out with the guys and do things to liven up the stage, and that really upset her.
0: She so, was used to just standing in the back. Yeah,
2: <laughs> uh, I think a little bit more, a little bit more of, you know, everybody's in front of their mic, and you
0: don't do. A I don't whole do anything except the doo-wop, Heidi.
2: Well, I mean, it's not <laughs> that she couldn't. She could, it's not that she couldn't do those things, but she didn't appreciate that I was off and, and she, yeah, she decided that I, she didn't like me very much and (laughs) then she went.
1: So after that. Yeah. I have another vivid memory. I don't remember where it was, but you said to me, wherever we saw each other again, I didn't know you were involved with the WeFest. Do you remember and can that? you
2: believe that i mean the guy was the,
1: the been friends for all these years host
2: for how yes. many millions well, <laughs> 35
1: total yeah. 35 but at the point when you came to me it was uh i don't know i've been doing it for at least 20 years right and, and i didn't know and you didn't know that and so
0: then you we, realized you had an in for the week i fast. did
2: i'm like hey um, so dude, you God, I got a band for you.
0: You looked at him and said,
1: "Hey, Biscuit." <laughs> so, do you remember what happened next?
2: No, but I you can't believe audition. that you can.
1: We're in St. Cloud. It's like a steel trap over here,
2: isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's just almost,
1: fun. To, uh, it's actually, a little bit scary
0: at my age. Remember things? <laughs> I keep seeing these moths fly out of your ear as you open different sections of the vault in there. <laughs>
1: so we went up to the red carpet, mm-hmm. St. Cloud. We were doing the. Uh, that's a good room. St. Cloud, uh, the radio station so up times. there, had a huge CMA uh, CMA party at the uh, Civic Center. Oh, there's there. some
2: bells that are going off and right now.
1: <laughs> they had hundreds and hundreds of people and it was, people would try and pick the winners and they had all these jumbotrons going and being they were one of our big sponsors at the WeFest, I'd be a, a guest host. Yeah. And. We, uh, they could
0: promote yeah. it that way, Tom? Yeah, the we Weep would as.
1: always, it was, you know, when the CMAs are held yep. in September, Yep. we would announce our headliners at the CMAs in St. Cloud. Okay. Because we'd try to book them, obviously, a year in advance. Some years we had them booked the same weekend as the WeFest. Anyway, we had a big party that night, and you and Matt were there. And I said, okay, I introduced you to Cheryl Sparks, one of our partners, and we were up there, and I said, Here's your opportunity. I introduced you to Cheryl. And I said, She said, well, can you sing?' Right there in the red carpet, you lit her up. She was like, and
0: you know, <laughs> 'Do you remember what you sang?' <laughs> Tom, you what did she say? I don't,
2: I remember this now sang, that you're uh, saying it. You but sang yes, I, we did, and I don't remember. Oh, what Matt
0: was we with sang. you. Well, then it's a done deal. Yeah.
1: You sang, we, we, just, we were
0: just standing at the bar,
1: and we are drinking, and you and Matt just lit it up. You sang a song, and Cheryl looked at me and goes, wow they're amazing and she <laughs> said and this this is a little blown smoke but and look at how beautiful she is
2: <gasps> oh that was a long time
1: ago you don't remember that huh
2: no you, i do i do now that you tell me i totally yeah. remember now that you say it and i'm like oh oh yeah
1: so
0: you played the we Fest that year yeah, do you remember what song day? it was that they sang no oh, okay. i don't either I'd be Shoot, I bet that.
2: you I bet you Matt would remember. Matt probably knows. Matt probably remembers. It, Matt remembers we'll the text names Matt. and fa- like he remembers all the names and like everybody that was played on our albums, everybody that had anything to do like whoever wrote every song, like the it guy It might have been a little big tone. trap of names. I bet it was.
0: We're giving Matt a hard time and he's not here to defend Matt's himself. Great guy. But in credit Matt is an unbelievable singer as yes, well. Yes, he is. So absolutely. as
2: well, I would, yeah, he's,
1: and we would have had Matt with us today, good. but we only have three microphones. Yeah. Right.
0: We don't have, we don't have room. I mean, we could squeeze Matt between us on the couch, but you probably spent enough Plus time next not, to him.
2: He's not really that interesting. So it's good. He's not <laughs> <here>. <laughs> so, yes. Take the shots while you
0: can. <laughs> he's going to see this, you know, this will be all over yes, I told him. all over the internet. Liked...
2: Good. Finally. I don't have to deal with, actually, I need, we love him. you, Matt. We love you know, you. if he was here. He literally leaves me like, minute by minute he leaves me wide open for one-liners and i really love when he's around because it's just <laughs> one thing after another and it's a blast i get to look like i'm some sort of comedy star and he's like it's you're not the funny one yes i am
0: well that's a big I part knew. of what you it's a big part of what you do though like you're not just a singer you're an entertainer right
2: well i i, I certainly i certainly hope so she's
0: a lot of things yeah yes we're learning
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> I had another fun experience with Heidi. Uh there, and Matt. that's our second album. Oh that yeah, there you go. Of the
2: band. Some of those guys aren't with me anymore. As a matter of fact, um one of them actually just won a Grammy. No way. Yeah, the one on the far on the what is this? My right? Okay, far left to us. Yeah. Okay. The one sitting by Matthew on the couch. Um, yeah, that's Jesse. Uh, he um
0: Is that Jesse Ernst? Yeah. Ernst?
2: Yeah and he he went on to he's gone he's out in LA now and he has won grammys now he was he did Kanye West's last album
0: you're kidding the, me
2: what's what, what's the i forget the name his of it his dad
0: was the lead for killer hayseeds
2: right exactly yeah yep and yes, he's he w- winning grammys now
0: Go when ahead. all those guys retired he kind of took over the band right right yeah i saw them when he was
3: in he that i think his dad was me. still
0: with the band yeah. but he was singing yep yeah, that was a great. That was a great
2: he's, show. He's incredibly talented, and yeah. he's off winning Grammys now nice. for <laughs> editing real. and stuff like that. Is he even thirty yet? I don't. I don't. He uh, probably is by now. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> if he is, he is barely. <laughs> yeah. Is it
1: there... okay? Let me ask you one more question, then <laughs> we're gonna take a break. Do you remember the next time we hooked up?
2: Wait a minute, a you you say it like events? that and your wife is in the room? Can we say that a yeah, different way?
1: the next time that we- Saw each other. You and Matt <laughs> were together. I'll drink to that. <laughs> and we were doing a big uh, We Fest promotion at one of the Minnesota Twins games. Oh. And you sang, you and Matt sang the national anthem. And I'm here to tell you, and I'm here to tell you folks that are listening or maybe watching, uh, Matt and Heidi got out to their microphone and I was fortunate enough to throw out the first pitch that day.
3: I remember that. I, was, I remember.
1: Uh, what I remember most, both Lynn and I were on the mound. Uh, Lynn has been our, was our stage producer for about 20
0: years. She's also your personal security. She's my everything. Yes. And, uh, right?
1: Anyway, you and Matt started belting out the national anthem, and I've never seen this, and I've watched the players.
0: I watched it on TV, by the way. Did you? I did. Of course I did. I, I was, was there. there. Oh, yeah, Kyle's at the game.
1: Oh, every one of the uh players, when you guys started singing, they looked like this and they all turned around and looked to see who was singing and they never pay attention. And they were like, Wow! And I was like, You know, that's a huge compliment, I think. Well, your harmonies are so good, that is, yeah.
2: Um, that that was, I remember that being one of the hardest places I've ever done the national anthem because the reverb. Yep. was so bad it would come back to you like a word later and so if you paid any attention right, to that right. you'd forget where you were in the song and you know how many people have botched the national anthem oh yeah so typically you like, gotta wear your clothes oh no please <laughs> so yeah but that was a blast <laughs> that was an absolute blast i have pictures from that and i don't know where they are sorry
0: that's all right I've i have probably a couple of pictures
2: yeah it was a great day great great
0: day we're gonna uh tom what we're gonna do really quick is just take a quick break normally we would just have one break in the show and we would come back and we'd be changing topics and getting into our hunting stuff for the day but i think we're having so much fun with heidi that we're gonna take a quick break um and then we're gonna come back from this break and bring heidi back in and talk some more with her and then we'll keep her here just to talk hunting stuff because you know she grew up in a hunting family and so maybe she she can listen to us talk about killing animals too all right Does that sound good? Sounds good to me. All right. So folks, we're going to be right back after the break with more from Heidi and we'll uh, get into some hunting stuff as well. But uh, boots and back straps back in a minute. If you would like to sponsor the Boots and Backstraps podcast, or if you have an interest in joining our team, send us an email to Podcast at gmail.com. The current single, Fly, from their recently released self titled TV, is now available on Facebook and their website. hopefully please welcome, Kingsman.
1: Oh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's fun.
0: All right, welcome back to the Boots and Traps podcast. Uh, you probably just saw in the commercial break there, we had the video of Heidi, you, and Matt. And then who was the third gentleman that was with you? That's
2: Chris. That's our bass player. That's our third harmony and everything. Although some of the other guys play. Sometimes we're four and even five at, on occasion. Yeah. But, um, but that's Chris, and he's been our third harmony for for most of the time i mean he came in probably a year after we got together and he's been with us ever since
0: Do you guys work that arrangement together then he
2: actually is responsible for that arrangement that was okay. chris that wow. was chris wow. that put that together
0: They're
1: so good i got and goosebumps I'm, well i'm telling you i had goosebumps when i was out there lynn and i were standing right where the camera was do you have uh, that <laughs> tc bear i talked tc about...
0: and tk <laughs> yeah tc right. and
1: tk uh that's my beautiful bride she was the stage producer of the we for 20 years and uh what a fun day that was i had a nice wonderful conversation with ron Gardenhire. we would show you that picture but i switched phones and half of the photo went up into the outer space oh, and yeah. never came
0: back okay um so you threw first pitch that out <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah.
1: What a fun. You know. It was so the just,
0: question is, did you get the ball all the way to the catcher, or did you want a
1: little bit outside? <laughs> 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 it was a little bit outside. <laughs> well, the whole
2: stadium's a little bit outside, so it's fine. For yeah, so those that
1: know me, you know, I I had a, and we're not going to go there, but I had a little bit of a baseball career, but before I got to throw out that first pitch, I was down at the batting cages and Lionel Lakes over at Tom's place, and uh, I was practicing. I bought a brand new pair of. Uh, actually, had a pair of golf shoes on. I didn't want to slip off the mound, and I practiced, and I got it over the plate and a little bit outside. It was fun. It was fun.
0: But did you get the batter to chase? That's the real question. Well, there was no batter. <laughs> oh yeah. Right,
1: right.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, that was. It's a It's great... not
1: about me. It's about Heidi today. Yeah, we
0: still have Heidi with oh, us. Oh, you and, know. You know
1: what? That that uh, that could have been the best. National, excuse me national anthem i've ever heard it was just the harmonies were thank you ridiculous thank you and as long as we're just free-forming it here uh free-flowing i have another national
0: anthem story i have to tell you You, you lynn one second before you get to that we're going
2: off the cue cards
0: yeah, no i just wanted to say like normally with the show as we talked about heidi in the break um we would be transitioning out of our music conversation and getting into some hunting right away but i think you agree with me that we've had so much fun with heidi that we just said we have yeah. to keep her around and, and continue this conversation the hunting going.
1: family and
2: i did you know, i totally she's just, did
1: uh so fun to have with us yeah we're gonna keep heidi here uh for a i have while a hunting longer, story oh we'll <laughs> hear that hunting story okay. and keep i want to tell us. you a national <laughs> anthem story yeah, Lynn used to Lynn used to sing the national anthem at We Fest every year. She did. Oh yeah, she has a beautiful voice, and I'll never I didn't forget. didn't know this. Was, yeah, we have. Do you p- need a backup I'm singer? Sorry, there's a picture <laughs> of her right there, uh, singing the national anthem on my board. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't think of this. Otherwise, we'd have a picture of her on screen. Um, so anyway, she's on the uh, stage singing the national anthem, uh, if I'm not mistaken the Oak Ridge boys, Lenny, why don't you show Danny where that picture of you singing the national anthem is over there and maybe we can pop it up on the screen. Anyway, she just
0: gave you this look of you're talking about me, (laughs) (laughs) Oh
1: She's singing the national anthem and she sounds just as beautiful as ever. And all of a sudden she stopped right in the middle of the song. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my goodness. And I'm standing behind her and I'm trying to pull my cowboy hat on. I'm like, by the dawn's early light, by the dawn's early light. And, trying, and she's laughing, she's kind of giggling now. And the crowd is giggling. And it, all of a sudden, bang, she hammers back into it.
0: And dramatic um, pause for effect. She did it on
1: purpose. <laughs> she just had a brain fart. I forgot where she was in the song. And I'm telling you, I never heard such a huge ovation for her. Because they felt bad for her and they all loved her, you know. Everyone, right. was, yeah. So that night, the Oak Ridge <laughs> boys, God bless them, were the headliners. Mm-baba, and they're singing, ba-ba. yeah, they're singing Elvira
3: El yep, and
1: you gotta, uh, Bono. You got about a five Bonzo, octave scale. <laughs> <laughs> Bonzo singing his lead, right? And, yeah, uh,
0: he Oh, here you go, Tom. Well, there she is.
3: Yay. She's got
0: that look of I just forgot the words on her face. It's a picture of Lynn and Tom on the stage at (laughs) WeFest. That's cute. Isn't she adorable? Yes. Um, So Bonzo's singing Elvira
1: and all of a sudden, bang, he stops and he's like, oh my goodness. And the band's looking at me, you know, thousands of times they've sung that song. Oh yeah. And the band's looking at him and he's like, Oh, he goes, I just wanted that young lady that was singing the national anthem to feel a little bit better. Uh, <laughs> and they hammered back into it. Those guys are such professionals. I'm surprised so you didn't come
2: in with Dawn's early life.
1: Uh, that was a fun story. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's awesome. We have hundreds awesome. of fun stories. Let's talk hunting. Uh, well,
0: I, I want to um, I, I just wrap up the Hitchville okay. piece because I don't feel like we've gotten to today with Hitchville. And I know I want to specifically ask about kind of what you guys have going on. Obviously, everybody's been challenged with the whole COVID thing and not right. being able to play live. What's
2: been going on? Right.
0: The beer virus. <laughs> um, but hopefully soon you'll be able to get back on stage and perform, at least in Minnesota anyway. Right.
2: Well, we actually are playing tonight.
0: Oh, you are? Yep. Right.
2: So during this whole thing, yes, it's been very difficult, especially in Minnesota. <clears throat> um, to are you play. talking about our governor? Yeah. Oh, do I Yeah. have to?
1: Eh, no did we promise her we weren't going to get into politics no politics,
0: yep, or religion no politics.
2: What, what really
0: because yeah. those are the fun she's gonna throw the what, what is it the like cane pull you yeah, off yeah, the stage
2: right. well um yes so we are playing in a well they've opened up some of the bars now and so my we play kind of a hitchville light version where there's four of us and lots of like the,
0: hitchville unplugged
2: yeah Yes. Except we're plugged in. <laughs> and I mean, Here we've go, got, Heidi. we've got the base. Oh, I love, let's see. I had, I gave them this one because I love playing for the little kids. The kids
0: are so fun. Do you remember what show this was?
2: This was out of Canterbury. Okay. And the kids all come up to me and they all want to take pictures and they want to sure. talk to you and they, wanna they want to know what they got to do. They want to know what they got to do to do what you do. Oh,
3: Oh That's yeah, cool.
2: You know, those are my favorite. The little girls that will come up and say, I want to be a singer someday. And I'm like, you go for it, girl. Yeah. So when my kids were little, um, I played a show out at the zoo once and there was thousands of people and so many kids at this show. And all these kids were so close to the stage that my son that was like four at the time, maybe he came. He came up to me while I'm singing. I'm in the middle of a song, and my son comes walking on stage and does this "Hold you, Mama," and I'm like, "Oh my God!" So I pick him up and I sing the rest of the song with my son in my arms.
0: Good for you, though. He awesome, was, fun. Because
2: he was so, and he was so bothered by all these children that wanted his mommy. And um, it was, yeah. That the, the kids are one of my favorite things. I love the kids. And
1: Nobody I, would ever criticize you for that. That's no, really.
2: right, and and I love to play for the Special Olympics too. Those guys are oh, hilarious. Yeah. Let me just tell you that they those know those how to guys, party. Shane's competing in the Special awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Those
2: guys are so—they <laughs> disqualified
0: me, man. I, I failed the piss <laughs> test.
2: It's difficult to sing for them though because they make you laugh so much you kind of forget what you're doing. Yeah, I've got some Shane, stories about that. Shane, I'm
0: getting that. a new
1: site for my bow. It's called a Spot Hog, and when they ordered it. They're like five, six weeks out because of everything that's going on. And I said, could you please, you know, the archery leagues are going to be over. at that." I
0: assume you ordered it from an archery shop that shall not be named because we haven't agreed to a sponsorship deal with them yet.
1: (laughs) Down the road with full draw. Yeah, Willie. Willie,
0: sponsorship dollars, brother.
1: (laughs) Anyway, I got a spot hog on my boat. Tell them that I'm competing in the Special Olympics and I really, really need this site sooner than that. <laughs> a spot hog. Why funny. does
2: that not sound like a hunting thing though?
1: Yeah. Spot hog?
2: Yeah. Like why? Why is it called that?
1: I, I don't know. I don't know. That's their uh company name and they're selling. Oh, oh that's their, their company name? Okay. That's yeah. right. the brand, so yeah. It's a brand. All
2: right. I thought it was, this you was just you know, like, I'll tell you, what?
1: Heidi. And who's, I know who's we're not
2: hunting even, hogs. Everybody. A lot of people.
1: Really? Hundreds so of people. Several different breeds of hogs. A hog? In Texas, Oklahoma. Heidi, all throughout the saw. The hogs, hogs have gone wild. They're they're breeding and breeding and breeding, and there's millions and millions, and they're destroying all the cropland in Texas, oh, Oklahoma, right? Oklahoma, and this all the southern states. There's no limit. You can shoot as many. They're shooting them from helicopters. So
2: this, to me, is exactly why hunting should never should always has to be because Absolutely. you have to thin the herd.
1: Yes, oh, and there's no thinning them. They're trying to thin this herd, you know, they breed. There's a few uh, other herds I can breed breed think, think of that
2: need thinning as well. They have like. Agreed.
1: They have like ten piglets four times a year, so they you can they're just so prolific. Yes, yeah, so
0: if you go to like Texas and you're gonna go on a a deer hunt, they'll let you shoot unlimited hogs while you're on your deer hunt.
1: Wow! So you oh, just yeah. go
0: out there with a quiver full of At, arrows and you drop it. Half As to the, the hog
2: dogs. is is the meat good?
0: Oh yeah! Oh,
1: you don't want to kill a big hog, and if you shoot one around a hundred pounds, yeah, a uh, hundred pounds and less. Uh, between fifty and hundred. How,
2: how how can you tell how much they weigh? Do you like? Oh, yeah, right, you can a see scale the scale real quick, and or what do you, do you do?
1: There's usually a variety of them out there, but you so y'all are hot. so good
2: at this that you know how much they weigh just by looking at. Them. Can you yeah. do that with women too?
0: Oh yeah. Uh, no, no, we can't, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> not any So anymore. don't. Say like, a you want word, to stay married? To no, we can't, not Tom. Tell me what you think. Going
1: back to your question, <laughs> wild boar meat is seventy-two.
0: Wife,
2: <laughs> good. Cool, is that my right? age or my
0: weight? Uh, I think point. we're pretty close to the same age, actually.
2: Do you? Let's I, not go there. Yeah. Not right this minute. I bet we're not.
0: I, I think you'd be quite surprised how old I am. All right, I'm going to sh-
1: try this one more time. Wild boar meat is as good a meat as you'll ever eat. <laughs> we're
0: not allowed a tangent. You're only one allowed rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah,
2: no shit. No, well, am I allowed to say shit? You say shit, yeah. Oh, No shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no we we
1: kill a pig typically that was good year. breaks
0: though
2: <laughs> yeah can i say that
0: <laughs> yes you can
2: i'm sorry we keep cutting you off it must be really interesting wild boar meat is saying. excellent
0: unbelievable <laughs> yeah and there's so what i was telling her a second ago is there's so many different species you know right. with, with hogs because you got razorbacks and you got javelinas and you get all these different um, pigs
2: i didn't realize that yeah i mean you just look at them and go pig.
0: russian boar russian boars Yeah, yep a lot of them Do
2: they come from there? Is that why you call them? Well, or?
1: yeah. Our pigs, all the pigs in America,
0: How they, get came over from here? Europe. they only
1: drink vodka.
2: <laughs> How do they get over here? And <laughs> they the ship's swim.
1: <laughs> you know, when the settlers, when the pilgrims came and when the people came to the New World, they bought food with them. Like corn isn't, if I'm not mistaken, corn is not native to America and pigs are not native. And they brought these things with them so they could eat. And grow them in America, the new country, you know, the new world.
0: Hey, Killer Kyle. Yes, sir. Let me give you a job. <laughs> Kyle's been so quiet cause we're monopolizing today. Can you just do a quick Google machine look and see how many different species of hog there is in the US? I'd be curious to know that since we're talking about it. Wow. You got it. How many
2: species, I, this is like, this will be news to well,
0: me. Wild hogs specifically, There's how many species a of wild
1: hogs? domestic hogs. Yeah, so it's like wild hogs. And wild hogs, probably you've got you know they interbred with our domestic hogs
2: do you think adam named all those too because we're no no (laughs) no okay
1: no there wasn't quite so many back there
2: okay so it's just pig right or did he call it a hog and we nicknamed it pig
1: you know i don't think he spoke english
2: really (laughs) (laughs) so
3: i have
0: no idea that's great <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you want to
2: hear my hunting story?
0: I, yeah, we're into hunting. Well, wait, let's. Can we, let's I, I really want to wrap up the Hitchville thing. And then oh, like,
2: we're ta- What's that?
0: I was just going to say, like, I'm getting to... you have a gig tonight. <laughs> I do. Um, and uh, I was going to ask you, like, what's the story with the hoot nanny? Is that going to have some life moving forward? You
2: know what? We found a new spot for it, and then okay. the whole COVID thing happened. Right. So, our idea is to, you know, We'd found a bigger campground. We'd found one with more facilities and more, so it'd be easier for people. And um and then, and then the world went through this. So, um I would like to say yes. I Cause mean, because there
0: is this thing, the Hitchville Hoot Nanny. Yes, and, and you it can, was so much fun. Let's let's throw I a promo to, on it.
2: Hitchville Hoot Nanny is is our own festival that we started, and um, we, the first year I think we had, uh, oh gosh. You know I'm gonna take that back because I can't remember. <laughs> I dr- that's the one place I drink too much ah. and so I don't have a whole lot of recall. you don't have to drive
0: anywhere, right? <laughs> Where do you do the hoot
2: Well, we were doing it in Wisconsin um, up by the the St Croix the St Croix Casino. So it was okay. just on a campground just I don't know. I want to say west or south or but I have I'm terrible with directions as most people that know me can attest. From um, Danbury. Yes thank okay. you right. that's it that's the plan
0: mcnally in his head <laughs> it's amazing to me i bear hunt up in that country quite a yeah. bit yeah he just turns his nose near and goes we're facing six degrees southwest right now See?
2: and i wake up in the morning and go where's the sun <laughs> on what side is it <laughs> what side does it rise
0: the curve of the earth yes and i
2: i thank god for the phones that tell it you where the to hole go on
1: the wall casino now it's
2: and that's the yeah. name of my song hole right. in the wall yep and there is an now actual bar in Tennessee
1: called that. The turtle. Yes. So that's where you've been. When did you start doing that?
2: We started doing that. I want to say like five years ago. When and we. The did website
0: it. says 2015.
2: Okay, well so that's close. Yeah. I mean this is 2021. Just I looked started. at
0: it yesterday just to kind of, you know, see yep. when that was going to come back around.
2: What? Nothing. What's with all the sign
1: language? I don't know any sign language. Well. <laughs> So that's been going pretty well. How many people are attending? How many bands are playing?
2: We had like we had bands all day, so we'd have like six bands throughout the day, and we would headline.
1: And you're putting this together? Yeah. You're taking the role of promoter?
2: Yeah. We well, a- I I actually had a bigger role, and then I kind of eighty six myself out of there because I manage and I play agent to our right. band, so that's I was so busy. So then Matt and Bruce, who's a guy that worked with us on this whole thing and sponsored a lot of it. Would take on that particular monster, and um, we did it for like three years, and then we needed to, we took a break, and we were going to come back again a year later, and then all of this craziness started. Yeah. So, you know, the the summer shaping up not quite not quite like a normal summer yet, because and then lots of people are giving you the disclaimer that we're hoping this happens, and if it does, great, and if it doesn't, we're sorry.
3: Yeah.
2: Um. And I that sucks, but you know, you just keep putting the things that just keep putting as much on the calendar as you can.
0: Right. Fill the dates you can.
2: Right. So thank God for the for the Hitchville light because that kept us very busy last summer. Lots of people calling last minute and going We're, we just want somebody to come over and play around the pool and ended up being a great time and a, a busy, busy summer actually. At least most weekends. Good, good. Yeah. So that's, yeah. you know, we've managed. This has been one of the slower points right now because you know so much of the states closed down
0: well everybody's in uncertainty of what the governor is going to allow this year right
2: right and then and then in other states that we're close to that are more open they're still completely open or completely open they're still um they're still kind of trying to recover themselves from all of this so they can't really afford my whole band yeah and so this little four piece that we've been running around with at least keeps the name going and our ourselves busy to a point and yeah yeah so that's where we're where, where that's where we're at right now I'm just praying for something different
1: yeah hopefully by midsummer fall things are going to open up right i feel so bad for the restaurant owners for the entertainment industry oh it's, it it's has
2: it has been not cool
1: being retired it hasn't affected me and my wife is a school teacher, and hasn't affected her, and and she's gotten her shots, and, or one of her shots, I should say. <laughs> that it sounded really bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, vaccinations.
0: That would have sounded bad, maybe she a couple got her years shots. Ago. <laughs> Poor Lynn, got to get her. When you talk every about, three years, rabies got to get them done. <laughs> when
1: you're talking about shots these days, everyone knows what you're talking about.
3: Right.
1: She got her vaccine shot, and she's waiting on her second one that's another whole topic of a conversation yes. yeah we get won't go into, into that. that right where are we gonna where yep. are we gonna go shane
0: yeah i think uh it this yeah i think it's a great opportunity for for Heidi to tell us her hunting story
2: well i don't really even bring know us right, right into the killing story. animals but you know lots of people that hunt there's that whole other side that don't think we should hunt animals and stuff like that
3: well, and i grew anti-hunter. up in a hunting
2: family right, right. and I got a brother that would wake up at the crack of dawn. He still does every day, wakes up at the crack of dawn so he can go out and sit in his perch for an hour or two before he goes to work for the rest of the day. And he'll sit there and that's what he does. And he, you know, that's his favorite thing to do. And he's taken trips to do some hunting in Colorado, up in the mountains and all kinds of stuff. So um, I I didn't ever go hunting with them. I never did. It's crazy to me because everybody in my family hunted. And then I had a brother also, I was telling you on the way in here, that was um, Secret Service. So he had a pistol that he would come home with and be like, come on, everybody, we're going out to shoot the pistol. And I never went out to shoot it. <laughs> and I just told him, I'm going to get my permit in like a week nice. and a half. So I'm going to a class that I got to go to for like six hours to get this permit oh, and yeah. the whole nine yards. And I'm like, I can't believe that I've waited this long in my life to shoot. To, right. to learn how to shoot a gun, you know, and do this because I've grown up around it my entire life. Well, when I grew up on a Christian camp my whole life, it's called Ironwood Springs Christian Salt's Ranch. where it is. It's in Stewartville, Minnesota. Right.
0: Stewartville. That's way Stewartville, up Stewartville,
2: Millistow- Minnesota. It's just south no, no, of no. Rochester. South. South of Rochester. Oh, Stewartville. I'm thinking of yep. Stewart. Yep. 20, yep. Yep. like 20 minutes south of Rochester. And it's out on County Road 6, about six miles out. And I grew up on this ranch. It was called Ironwood Springs Christian Ranch, it was a camp. And it's about three, four hundred acres and a river runs through it. And wow. beautiful, beautiful, beautiful there.
0: Sounds like a movie. Um, it
2: it it was a, it's a kind of an amazing place to grow up because people, you know, you think you go to camp as a kid and you're thinking, who lives here? Who runs here? Well, I, I grew up on one of those <laughs> so that I met people every day of my life. And I, I had just it was a beautiful I, I'm you know, it was a great way to grow up. It started with one building and then it grew to a chapel and a hotel because my uncle was in a wheelchair. And so he built a hotel on the property that had all handicap um, facilities. So handicapped kids could come to camp and it was, cool. it was just a really cool thing. So we had a deer on the ranch named Pinkerbell that was like a dog <laughs> and she was out on her own. She could just roam wherever she wanted to. And she'd come flying up out of the woods with that white tail up in the air. And leaping and bounding like deer do yeah and she'd like she'd come in and she'd it would be like a scooby-doo moment where you hear that and they stop real fast and there she is and there's dust that flies because she slid in and she sits there you know that tongue hanging out like a dog and everybody'd be like holy crap and i'm like oh this is tinkerbell
1: (laughs) Part part of the family yeah
2: and she'd wait for people to feed her do whatever and then she'd go tearing off again. And they would be like still standing there with their mouths hanging open. Cause that's a wild, a wild animal. animal just yeah. came flying out oh. out of the woods and hung out with us for a minute. We got to touch it. So, um, funny story about her at one time she came out of the woods and she had her lip just hanging. Like her whole lip was hanging from a piece of skin on this one side, the whole thing and drooling like crazy. And my dad was like, well, Holy crap. So, we call the vet. The vet comes out and sews it up. Send her off into the woods. Literally comes out of the woods a day later. She's got the lip hanging again. And we're like, oh, crap, man. So, sew it, call the vet out. Sews it up again. And How then did you capture it? She she actually was found as a baby.
0: Because oh. mommy had been... So, she's somewhat so domesticated. She just, right. Pretty, so, yeah. she had
2: been... Yeah. She had grown up around people and in like a dog pen. And
0: like... Okay. <laughs> she
2: just took on the role of being a pet. Okay. And then she was given to the ranch and she she would come fly I mean she could fend for herself. Nice. But she'd come running out of the woods and it was she was wonderful. She was the most wonderful animal and um
0: so this lip sewed up twice. Yeah,
2: lip sewed up twice. Second time we put her in the deer pen because we did have some like llamas and stuff and real high fences because people would come to the ranch and pet all the other animals. And mm-hmm. so she was in there and she hated it. She's like pacing. get me out of here kind of thing. Finally, after about two days, we let her out thinking it had enough time to heal. Let her out comes back a couple days later and the damn thing is hanging again. So my dad's like, all right, that's it. Um, so he goes and gets a blow dryer, <laughs> and he blow dries each piece of skin so it's dry, and then he super glued it, <laughs> and he just stuck it back on. And then no, she never came out of the woods with it hanging again, but she couldn't feel it anymore, so she drooled like the rest <laughs> of her life. It was somewhat hilarious, but she was fine. It was the only way to get the stupid. This is the only way it was going to work. I mean, my dad had done it to himself a hundred times. Because oh yeah, he cuts himself yeah. and. I haven't really you know, done it myself ship.
1: except for accidentally, but I've seen it in the movies.
0: Yeah,
2: super glue trick glued, of the trade. Super glue yeah. everything. So we super glued the lip back on and that was but the hunting story but don't is, put
0: gorilla glue on your hair. No, Some don't a little don't. modern don't. reference there. Don't do that.
2: <laughs> but the hunting story is there was a guy up in, in his perch not far from our property mm-hmm. and he was sitting up in his perch and in this in during hunting season we would put this giant yellow collar around her neck so that no one would shoot right. her right because she doesn't know anything from anything and she's an awesome this is the one you want to keep right yeah so he's up in this perch and i don't think she had the yellow collar if i remember correctly for some reason the collar wasn't on her for whatever reason she'd gotten it off or something and he was up in the perch and he was about to shoot her he's telling the family this later and he's got his gun pointed right at her and she just keeps coming she just keeps walking, walking, walking. And then she got to the bottom of the tree and she looked up at him and he was like, uh...
0: This ain't right. <laughs> no. What the... <laughs> like, can't I got...
2: <laughs> I'm... like, No. So he came down out of the tree. She let him pet him. He gave her an apple. They hung out for a little bit. <laughs> and he said after that really he had a really hard time hunting for quite sure. some time. He really just couldn't do it for a while. But... You know hunting needs to happen because the herd gets too big right. and you're just whatever right. so these things need to happen but it's crazy how sometimes you know you have those moments where you're like huh. there's a moment where you're like hmm, i don't know and she she was the kind of animal that would elicit that so not that's a great story it is, i thought so
0: well
1: yeah uh, so I it I'm is sure. a great
0: story i agree
1: <laughs> i've heard a lot of stories and a lot of
0: hunting stories i've never pet a deer that was still alive <laughs> So <laughs> yeah that's cool the fact that he got when you knock one down and you get your pictures, you're always like, uh, you know, oh,
2: uh, nice. It's a nice
0: looking deer. <laughs> Gonna eat you later. Hey, Shane, I found some stats. Yeah, uh what'd you, what'd you find? Well, there's three types that they brought
1: up, but then there's just countless subspecies that fall, you know, hybrids that follow below that. Yeah, but hogs. when you're talking about the total amount, yeah. Right now there's over six million in the US. When you look at Texas, over one and a half million hogs. And they're saying that that population is growing by 20% per year in Texas. Absolutely.
0: Yes. Yeah, so this is a really important wow. thing to be hog hunting. I mean, imagine that 20% a year oh, on and 6 I million. Love bacon. Yeah. There's video.
1: I mean, there's some television shows, Heidi, that.
0: That's 1.2 million hogs a year. That population grows if you don't hunt and thin that herd.
1: Yeah.
2: Which is they're, exactly uh, why you need to hunt.
0: Yes.
1: In Texas and Oklahoma and other states, they're hunting them from a helicopter and they're putting down on the ground as many as they can and they're not just leaving them there to rot they're collecting them with a, with a truck later on and they're feeding the poor they're feeding the hungry with them but they can have clips oh like they there. can
0: use the fur they can use the teeth they can use all kinds of stuff right. And
1: they're putting a, and they're not putting a dent i mean you would think you'd watch one program and you see them kill maybe two or three hundred hogs and, and that's think, a lot. Yep. But that's not putting a dent. And
2: oh my God. they are
1: destroying the river property, the agricultural property. They yep. eat everything and they root up everything. So the river banks are caving in. They're just a horrible, horrible movie. and they're all the way up into Iowa, even southern Wisconsin and all of, you know, Missouri, all the southern states, they're everywhere. Yep. At
0: one point two million in growth, just doing quick math in my head, because it's kind of my thing. It's, oh, it's it's about four-tenths of 1% if they're killing 300. Yeah. Four-tenths of 1%. Yeah. So you're barely touching that population growth. Can you
2: say that in English?
0: It's a tiny <laughs> fraction. <laughs> a tiny fraction. Tiny fraction of the herd. 35 states.
1: There. 35 states out of the 52. They're not in Alaska. They are in Hawaii. Well, sure. they're
2: smart. They don't like it to be cold.
1: They're not in North Dakota and Montana but uh I wow mean, you just get south of minnesota into missouri and you got wild pigs everywhere
3: mm-hmm.
2: see and and you know from watching some of the shows that i have over this time that we have at home i realized some of those things are pretty dangerous
0: they are <laughs> they are <laughs> they, they definitely can be <laughs> the ones with razor that horn? Sharp
2: yeah the ones with the razors on the sides there those are some nasty little animals
1: but they taste good oh, yeah. yeah i was yeah. watching uh we were bull hunting pigs up uh up by Little Falls, Minnesota, a guy I know has a, a high-fence farm there, and he has a lot of pigs, and we go up there and harvest some pigs every year to eat. And I was at a distance of a couple hundred yards, and I was watching a group of, like, four guys, they had one down, and I was watching them with my binoculars. And it should have been on television. The pig came back to life and started flailing around. The oh, guys no. were climbing up trees. Guys <laughs> were climbing up fence. It was like the Keystone Cops. I was like, oh, you don't want to get one of those razors, or one of those razor razor sharp tusks into your leg.
2: No, mm. I can't imagine. Your, your Keystone Cop story is reminding me of the last time I was at home, and I was upstairs in my mom's room, in her room with her, and we were just chatting because I was going to be leaving soon. And my dad was at there's there's a sliding door, it goes kind of was supposed to go on a deck, but there's a sliding door in their room, and he's standing there. With the door cracked a little bit, and I couldn't see that he was holding a gun. (laughs) And I'm like, and I'm talking to my mom, and my dad turns and he goes, "Shh." I'm like, "What?" He goes, "Shh." Trying to, I'm hunting. I'm like, "What?" And he look over at him, and he's trying to, he's waiting for this raccoon to come out so he can see the eyes because this thing's been tearing up the backyard and taking garbage and killing stuff and. He's like, we got to get rid of this coon. So Oops. my dad is up in the bedroom. Like, never mind being out in your perch or waiting for an animal. He's like, I'll be in the comfort of my home where there's A cup heat. of
0: coffee right next I to I got him.
2: something right here. Just take the gun out. And sure enough, I go out to my car and I hear, bang. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I call mom. Did he get him? No. <laughs> All of
0: that. So, well, you don't eat a want... <laughs> no. Don't eat that. That's no. nasty. No. You didn't there's
3: get him. There's a lot
0: him. of people that will
1: disagree with you. You smoke raccoon, a lot of people shoot raccoon and trap them and they'll uh, smoke them up.
2: Sounds like they got smoked before they even. Ah. Yeah. ah. ah yeah
0: catching on <laughs> hey tk i just got a text message from your whiskey glass saying it's been trying to reach you for a while and you're I not responding
1: you, when you and heidi are talking i'm sipping <laughs> that's not happening i
2: haven't seen that see, I think he's, he's so full of it he
0: tries to say that because i look at you and i can't see him so he figures he can slip it in but he doesn't right. remember you're but he doesn't him.
2: remember that i'm looking right There's at a him turkey. there you go which one
0: <laughs> ah, <laughs> both of them <laughs> so yeah so we we need to uh you know our hunting topic of the day um is about turkey and so tom uh you've got uh you quite the collection of, yeah you do there's quite a collection of turkey in this room in fact i mean dozens yeah. of turkeys in this room alone so this is an area that you might have a few well, things in that
1: shot i think so we have uh, wide
2: open for one line there's you know. a miriam
1: there's two miriams there's uh, <laughs> a few easterns i guess i should start from the beginning uh there's six varieties of turkey and uh we can have the tech pull that up uh in the in the united states you've got a osceola turkey in florida mm-hmm. and that's the only place they are there.
0: pocket turkey species killer kyle
2: all these machines yeah seriously
1: all yeah.
0: turkey fans yeah
2: wow
3: those
1: are all see the flying one up there
2: I don't think they're your fans after all, really. <laughs>
1: <laughs> From where you're sitting, can you see the flying turkey? Up over the top of the control no, room? The lights are in your way. That used to be over the fireplace at Red Oak. Wow. Anyway, in Osceola, there's Love the Osceola. There's the Eastern turkey, which is the most prevalent in the United States. Um, and then out west and a little bit south, you've got the Miriam. Then you've got the Rio Grande down in Texas and Oklahoma. And they kind of have migrated a little bit, so you wind up with hybrids.
2: I think uh, there's so. five kinds.
1: Well, that's just my my personal opinion. An oscillated <laughs> well. There's an oscillated turkey and uh what's the
0: most common in this area, Tom? Easterns. Eastern. Thanksgiving.
1: Easterns thanksgiving
0: Yes. <laughs> thanksgiving. That's my favorite kind, actually. Wait, dish she is a comedian. <laughs>
1: you gotta stop laughing at the thing she's saying Mm. (laughs) i'm enjoying it Tom is spot on there are six yeah can you just
0: rattle those off for us quick you know what
1: lynn elizabeth i have a picture of an oscillated turkey i work with outdoor news quite a bit and lynn could you find that on my phone and get that to uh danny
2: oscillated an
1: oscillated turkey is the most bizarre looking turkey it's it doesn't look like our turkeys they're actually the color of the miami dolphins are aqua <gasps> seriously and they've got little orange bumps on them and they got these beautiful feathers and they're only found in the yucatan peninsula sounds and beautiful
0: through actually. mexico it have, does, yeah uh, is are they from the caribbean
2: <laughs> the only thing is a turkey's face not not attractive no,
0: not attractive no.
2: so no matter what colors There's you got right going on you. no matter how cute your butt is <laughs> <laughs>
1: that one's been laughing at your joke so
0: all one right there.
2: behind you there. <laughs> right on, dude. Thank you.
0: So, what do you call that mount? Well, it's a half mount, half mount. Yeah, yeah,
1: uh, that's a full oh mount. God, and jokes. these are just turkey fans. But behind
0: you, I'm got... a turkey fan. It sounds like Heidi is at least yes. one day a year.
2: Yes, absolutely. I am. So anyway,
1: you know... those are all the turkeys. I don't think I missed any.
2: So are they do?
1: no i'm I, curious
2: about this okay oh. i didn't realize you hunted turkeys
1: oh turkey hunting is
2: huge so are they hard to like or don't they do they even let's know? walk they through what a turkey hunt sounds like yeah because right? i'll star- answer
1: your question first um turkey hunting can be the toughest thing in the world and sometimes it can be the easiest turkey some people think they're dumb turkey uh and
2: i've known a few turkey of have
1: the best eyesight and I'm going to go out on a limb here. I will say, and there's a lot of people, I have a friend who's going to be on our show in the future, Tom Glynes, who's the regional, he's actually the National Wild Turkey Federation representative. Uh, they have the best eyesight in the world. I mean, eagles have great eyesight, crows do. Yes. Antelope. Antelope. But what, what turkey's eyesight, eyesight, for. I'll just say they're second to none because oh, they don't smell real good because they don't smell and they're hearing you can be 200 yards away from a turkey and i'm going to demonstrate some calls here
2: just uh right. for people who are watching i'm just putting up some of the the flying turkey There's and then a... i'll put up the other mount that they that talked one, about too. i
1: believe is uh yeah that's a miriam the flying one that's did a did full you find mount that oscillated turkey it's at the outdoor news booth you'll have to find that one it's the one that looks uh, uh, aqua in color. You gotta, we gotta put that on the screen because
0: there's is... your half mount. Oh, this is a
2: uh, Heidi turkey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's my half mount. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> that sounded terrible. <laughs> Sorry. Speaking
0: of security, he's kind of over your shoulder, all puffed up.
1: <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about.
0: Because we started talking about mounting, is that happen? Such
2: good hearing, or something, or why they do some
0: turkey turkey calls?
3: I think everyone
1: will agree with me. Turkey hunting, uh, turkeys' eyesight second to none. Their hearing second to none. I mean, you know how well a deer can hear. Right.
2: Uh,
1: It's estimated that uh, turkey can hear eight times better than a deer. I mean, and this is all for their defense. They don't smell. So if you're in a blind, or if you're on the ground and you move, you move the wrong way, they're gone. Like sometimes a deer or an elk will take a second look, not a turkey. If they see something wrong, they're gone. Gone. So they can be tricky to hunt. I've been fortunate. Um, I hunted eight different states in the springtime for many years. And so I've harvested around somewhere between 80 and 90 turkeys. But I would go to eight different states, and sometimes you could take two in those states. And I hunted turkey in Minnesota. Uh, pretty much from the time that they were released here out of caledonia where i still hunt can you and... eat
2: all of them oh
1: my god oh, yes of course
2: so there's not a there isn't a, a type that you can't eat because it's too gamey or too no
1: they're not gamey at all wild turkey tastes in my opinion the same as domestic turkey they're really? a little bit tougher but they have the exact same flavor okay but it's a turkey and uh, oh my goodness we've had i many... think the
0: gaminess comes from the way that you prepare it The way you harvest it. We've talked about about this with other animals.
1: I think people, the word gamey, I think people mistake when they, back in the day, when people were eating venison and it wasn't prepared, Mm -hmm. and they were overcooking it, and they were tasting the wildness Or they leave that that hide on there too long. They use that word gamey, yeah, they left the hide on too long. Mm -hmm. And that's where the word gamey came from. There's nothing gamey about a turkey, or for that matter, any animal if you get the hide off of them, if you cook them correctly, if you don't. There's an oscillated turkey. How
2: do you cook them correctly? Look at that
1: guy. I'll tell you. Do you see that? That's Look at beautiful. the head on that one, Heidi. You see that, okay.
2: that it's, aqua head?
1: But it is, it is much bumps?
2: prettier than the average. Oh, no. And he doesn't have the double chin they usually got going on.
1: <laughs> Those are turkey necks. <laughs>
2: that one's on a diet.
1: <laughs> that turkey was harvested in the Yucatan Peninsula by Eric Myers. Of Outdoor News, huh? Good friend. We're gonna have uh, Eric on someday, and we'll have Rob Dressley, Rob Dressley, the editor of Outdoor News is headed to our podcast here in the near future.
0: Yeah, next few weeks. Yeah, and uh, we've got a, a pretty good lineup. Like a year's <laughs> I said really. We have like a year's really guests already, but we're starting off strong.
1: Yeah. Hey, I, I hey. said last week we have <laughs> some,
2: some more smoke blowing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we have some very colorful guests coming on. Like the elk whisperer, we have a colorful guest a on colorful right now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey Tom, I want to hear some of them calls.
0: Okay, we're gonna demonstration we're of the
1: call. Some... I've got my turkey hunting vest.
0: Yeah, walk us through what some of this equipment well, is. You know, because there's pockets everywhere. Because there's a lot of gizmos and
1: gadgets. There's pockets on the inside. I don't know if you
0: can we see will, that. and I... you
2: and you won't drown if you fall in the water. <laughs> and there's a.
0: There's a we will get to the actual hunt side of it. Couch back question. here for
1: actually putting your turkey in. You know, I've got a seat cushion here for running and gunning and sitting on the ground. I've already pulled out some of my calls, and this is an old one. This is a HS strut. It's a box call. Box call. call. This yeah. is what everybody used back in the old days. You know, there were some old timers back in the 40s, I suppose. You know, the turkey hunting was real prevalent out east, the Carolinas you know Tennessee and that's where we are but it's not that prevalent it's only started here in the late 70s so, so I have a question for you if you're
2: not a hunter of these things and okay. you have these turkey calls is this is it do you do this because they come looking for where what turkey is making this yeah, noise they that. want to come find out
1: most, where that's coming from most of the turkey hunting is done in the spring and that's when the turkeys are breeding okay that's when you see the <gasps> oh, male turkeys the oh, toms gotcha. displaying like you see them here uh-huh. and they're trying to attract a female by doing so and when you hear a hen
0: calling, hens and toms females and males in the turkey it, could just, got
1: and it and when you I hear a hen calling the, you know typically the hen comes to the gobbler in the real world but a, the season is right the timing is right if you make a little noise that's a box call hen call that's a hen calling well then that if the tom is close by and he's in the
0: mood he'll gobble at you and then whoa whoa uh, whoa. there are times when a tom's not in the mood (laughs) yeah we'll talk about that later i have never seen this before Never seen it before. Has there ever been a man, regardless of species, that said, I have a headache tonight? (laughs) I don't don't think so. Well, sometimes he's got other hens
1: with him. He's not interested in that one. (laughs) Uh, Catfish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Danny, we're never going to get through this. Danny, those things that those do, they make a box call.
0: Yep, the hen call.
1: That's a hen. And this is a hen flying out of a tree. Bring that, Tom, right this is on cutting, in. cutting, called cutting when you. Wasn't that good, but.
2: sound exciting.
1: But uh, this is a slate call And you can do a variety of things with this. I have a diaphragm call, which you put in your mouth. And you'll.
0: Demonstrate. So this is a,
1: a feeding hen.
2: This
3: feeding just mean relax, feeding?
1: but yeah, this is feeding, it's pecking and okay, it's making a content sound. And if a turkey's close enough and he hears that, that's a deadly call. And then this is the same call I did on the boxes where you're just doing a standard hen call. Well, that's just a hen calling.
2: Why is it a deadly call? Because you're for
1: sure going to get to shoot. Well, it? if they're close enough to hear this, for some reason in my experience, it's very... They, they can't the internet, resist, so right? They, they
0: know she's resist.
2: bent over eating. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> the tail fan is facing north, Tom. <laughs> we went from R-rated to X-rated. In oh, R-rated. oh, that's that, horrible. No, that's subliminal. The tail feathers are fa- facing north a deadly call. Hey, you know what? When you give her some rope. That's like, you know what's <laughs> going <told> to happen. <laughs> you, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> so there's two
1: calls. Where's your reed? This is the one that uh, I use most.
0: There was a uh, a few years ago. I was at that outdoor news. Uh, deer classic. Deer, yeah, deer classic. And there was a gentleman there that was selling mouth reeds, right, right. specifically for turkeys. And he was making all these sounds with his mouth, including right. gobbles and the whole thing. I was uh, really impressed. I wish
1: impressed. I could think of his name. Um,
0: it was incredible
1: tur- the, he's called uh
0: I had my my cousin um uh Andrew Andy Urbanak with me and he's a turkey hunter and uh and he was talking about how incredibly gifted the guy was
1: we can get our mighty technician yeah killer Kyle turkey Godfather in Minnesota we can probably pull up a picture of him real quick but hes he's the best he's at all the turkey classics yeah' and and turkey classics.
0: amazing with that mouth read
1: yeah oh he played there with me. I can just do the basics. And Paul. That's called cutting. So there you go. There's some of the calls. Yeah, nice job, Tom. Some of the calls that uh you can make while turkey hunting, and, you know if there's if you have
0: a. To... Did it make you want to jump off the couch. I she was lurching she was leaning uh, there's but, a time but, in the area but,
2: we're, but you know i'm told that you're supposed to run to those those kinds of things and I'm, sometimes they'll I'm run to
1: you sometimes they'll know. sneak in like you girls typically do
0: <laughs> she knows there's a gun waiting on the other end of that town, so she's gonna pass
2: yeah i'll pass yeah I,
0: and
1: I, I hope i had that right i was hoping to get a picture on the screen of uh the gentleman that you're talking about yeah i
0: think we're probably getting some research done in there to find um, him so
1: I think they call him the turkey godfather, but he always has a spur hat band, you know, turkey spurs. If you wanna get a kid or a spouse or someone, anyone, into hunting, turkey hunting is an extremely fun way of doing it because you're out there in the springtime after a long winter. You're you know, the sprouts are coming up out of the ground. So if you're lucky enough, you're sitting in a stand of morel mushrooms and you can pick those and, best eating mushrooms on the planet. And it's just beautiful. Out. It's not cold anymore. And to see a turkey come in, I remember the first time I saw one coming into me, I was like, I thought it was like a wall hanger buck. I was so excited. The sun shining, the morning sun coming up, shining on a turkey, all those iridescent colors, the blue, white, red head, on they just, I mean, you almost get
0: buck fever. Yeah, um, especially because just... they come in all puffed up, and, and... then
1: they drum, spit drum, they make a humming when They're vibrating in their feathers, and it makes a humming song.
2: Because they're trying to attract. The... Absolutely,
1: exactly. trying to track wow. the female.
0: Yeah. And...
2: Who knew there was such a ritual?
0: Oh yeah, and it's just so—it's <laughs> so not like buying a drink and sending it down the bar right
2: <laughs> no this is far more you look like a tequila
0: sunrise kind yeah of
2: this is so much more interesting
0: oh it is I'd and love you know i have such a passion for all shook this shook tail
2: feathers a little bit mm. yeah
0: exactly earn it a little bit right what <laughs> i tell you what tom we uh we got to bring this thing in for a landing oh we do all yeah right. we're, we're up against the two hour all right, what? episode already can you believe it well
1: having no. you on Heidi has been so much fun that yeah. the time has just flown by and we're gonna have to correct some of the stories off camera here when we're done here uh, I, I, uh,
2: I, I I didn't say anything that wasn't true
0: <clears throat> no you doing?
2: oh I probably said more than <laughs> I needed to
0: well no but seriously thank you so much for coming in <laughs> thank you it was exciting it was a blast to have guys you here talking about things
2: loads of fun
0: you have been 10 loads of fun. We're going to have more fun yet today. Heidi's going to oh. hang out with men and I. And... and we'll bring her back down the road. Absolutely. You know, we'll get her into the,
1: Maybe we'll bring back Matt into with. that spot here. Ugh. Maybe not. Get another mic set up every minute.
0: That would be fun. He might get a couple of words in. He'd
1: like to, you know, Keep throw it you up there. He more than his share.
2: He just, I'm quieter when he's around because I just wait for him to say something that I can pounce on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm
0: coming to learn that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us for uh, this week's episode of Boots and Backstraps. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Spotify, um, Apple, Google Play, all the all the audio platforms where Thank you can you find us, YouTube.
2: Thank you guys so much. You are a ball. I love you both. Heidi, that. it's great
0: to yeah. have you here, and uh, continued good luck Thank
1: and success you. with Hitchfell and whatever else you decide to do. I know you'll be successful at it. You're the kind of girl that gets out there, and you get after it. And you don't take no for an answer. And- yeah. Uh, Indeed. You've succeeded in so many fields, and I'm extremely proud to be your friend, uh, both on a personal level and, and on a Christian level. I know you, you and I share Me the same too. Christian values. And uh, for those of you that are watching or listening, make sure you check out
0: Hitchville. Uh, wherever they're playing, go on their website. Yeah, Heidi, let's get some promo here. Where can they find you guys?
2: um welcome to hitchville is our website yeah but facebook you just look up hitchville you google you get the h-i-t-c and you're on we're the first thing that pops up you have a youtube
0: channel also it's hitchville one the number one is it yeah we just looked it up a few minutes ago.
2: why do i need to promote myself you know more than i do (laughs) seriously (laughs) i got i have a youtube channel
0: if they google hitchville they're (laughs) gonna find all kinds of stuff about you guys
2: that's really neat yeah there you go i should maybe check that out
0: we got the uh (laughs)
2: all i do is I just, there's the
0: website right there
2: i just show up do some signing make sure we have a job to go to every once in a while you know mm-hmm. that kind technology
1: of technology is amazing
2: yes and it is and i know i am horrible at it i am what you call tech tarted <laughs>
0: well we also <laughs> want to just remind um everybody that's either watching or listening to send emails with questions into boots and backstraps at gmail.com and uh, we'll be filtering through those and we might even feature some questions on future episodes so
1: who's here next week
0: uh next week it looks like we've got kid george kid george of the rowdy cowboy show to come in oh, and i suspect my. he'll be sitting in on a majority well, of the episode that's another
1: also. colorful personality right there
0: yeah he's got big i'll tell you what he's got big boots to fill though after her sitting over here yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: my shoes are really little
1: <laughs> look at those they are that's quite small five. well everybody thanks for joining us today and uh, I want to leave you with a thought whether you're belting out your favorite Hitchville song yeah or pursuing your favorite game I encourage you to use that same enthusiasm for pursuing the Lord He'll teach you to shoot straight We'll yeah. see you next week Come on now
2: Come on now Got turned around in a back road town on the way to Montgomery The only thing inside was a shack with And said, welcome to Bobby's I was asking for directions when a cowboy walked up said, can I buy you a drink? By the time I said no, I turned around and go There was a big shot